This week on Dear Bros, we have some girl-on-girl stuff, a Pride special. Stay tuned. <gasps> You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. I'm Tim Fulton. This is Dear Bros. Dear Bro. Dear Bros, we uh, ripped some advice columns from Dear Abby and pretend that they're ours. And uh, this week... It's Tim's topic. Tim, what is it, dear? dear uh, so we actually have two little short ones, but we're going to start with Miss Congeniality. Oh, it's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie, not going to lie. It's pretty good. So the actual title of this one is called Mother Can't Stand's Daughter's Girlfriend. So to preface this, the girl-on-girl thing is actually not a part of this question at all, at least I think. Okay. But it's special, so fuck it. Why not? All right, let's see I what do, the mom's problem is. I do what I want. I'm going to guess uh, a woman's at fault here, typically. No, Andy, it's always the man's fault. It's a fault. win-win for it's, me. It's always the man's fault. <laughs> well, that I know. Check yourself. All right. Uh, someone's going to look this up in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dear Abby, my college senior daughter, Lisa, insists on inviting her significant other, quote-unquote, to every holiday and to our home when she's on break. This is Lisa's first girl-girl romance, and she thinks she's in love. This sounds a little. There's like this. There's this, hints of it in the background, but I don't think it's the primary issue. Yeah, th- this this sounds like uh, somebody dated wrote it. Yes, I'll just say that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna follow that up with something I can't say on air. Okay. Um, <laughs> this girlfriend has zero personality and adds nothing to our family dynamic. None of us can stand her. How can I nicely explain to my daughter that although she feels one way, we feel another? She honestly thinks she's going to marry this girl and is very pushy when it comes to inviting her wherever we go. Also, this girlfriend is only going into her junior year. She has two more years left of school. Uh, Once Lisa graduates this year, she'll be five hours from the girlfriend. I feel like this is an issue that every mom stumbles upon once at some point. Just from that, this may work itself out. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll talk about that in a second. She makes my daughter very weird and not in a good way. I'm praying. Oh, I didn't. I didn't read that part. I'm praying this relationship will end after she graduates. It's horrible. If this girl isn't with her, Lisa calls her ten times a day. Help! Mom knows better in New Jersey. All right, that last line. Mom knows better, right there. That just sealed the deal that this lady might be part of the problem. Um, and just. The fact that she's from Jersey. Jersey. That ain't helping. I should have done it all with a Jersey accent. Yeah, it ain't yeah, helping. Technically. It ain't helping. You did technically. Technically? Um, she makes my daughter very weird, fist pump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this and sounds that- like this lady just doesn't like her personally. She might be. She could be right speaking for the rest of her family. To be fair, yeah. She could be. Yeah. But and she could also be right that the girl has no personality. 100%. She could be. Um, I would say like if you're asked, say it. Yeah. I guess if you're asked what your thoughts on it are, but if um if she's doing stuff like ignoring everyone and constantly being on her phone or leaving family gatherings and stuff like that, then I would you know, you can mention it then. That's different because that's like, at what point is awkward mixed with rude? You know what I mean? Well, that's but, what it is. Yeah, it becomes that. Yeah, it does. Some people, I don't know though. Some people are just like 
just not there, but they try. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I know I definitely know people who are socially awkward and like I kind of go out of my way not to talk to them just because like it's painful. Like, yeah, it's painful. But they try, so I wouldn't be look at them and be like, "Oh, I don't like you." Yeah, there's also that. There is that weird thing where, like, people can be perfectly nice and perfectly fine and everything like that, but they're just not your type of person. Yeah. So there's just that point in the conversation where it's like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, And they're always the person to be like, so what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. So what's up, man? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So what's up, man? So what's up, man? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. If, um, I mean, technically, like... uh, it's your daughter's say. It's not like you can just like say who she dates and who she doesn't date. She seems like she thinks that th- her daughter's going through like a phase or something based on that first paragraph. Dated. Dated. You put a while. Yeah. It's so I'm not so sure how much she's accepted this. So she might just, there might be multiple layers to this cake. Um, but as far as this, I mean, if you're feeling that strongly about it and you feel like you might just explode one day, just sit down and have a talk with her about it. Don't attack her, though. Yeah, definitely don't attack her. I don't know if I agree with that, though, because if you if you want your daughter to go one way and you tell her to, people have this innate ability to be like, I'm going to do the exact opposite of what you think. But that's the difference of, of, a, of the attacking thing. Like, you basically say, like, listen, I'm not telling you what to do. I like just here's my concerns and whether it's on a level of like it really doesn't have to do anything with me not liking her it's the fact that you you are overly spending so much energy and time on this that you're neglecting other like basic human needs that are going to like rear their head in six months a year when you realize like oh like I don't know how to be a person anymore I just I only know how to be with this person I will say siding with the mom on one small issue because I think I think the mom's in a losing battle here. You can't. I mean, I see what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. If you want to have the conversation, have the conversation. But yeah. I don't think mom has a leg in the in the conversation realistically. But I will say, uh, same sex relationships. The your first same sex relationship is the same as like your first relationship in high school, where you're like. I love them and I'm going to love them uh, forever. Okay. And we're going to be together forever. It's like, it's almost like a reset of like that mentality. Like you fall back into like the innocence of, of like, we're going to get married. It's going to be doves and horses and you're not going to know any of it. Cause I'm running away. One of those type things. <laughs> no, it's exactly like that. Yeah. That can be dangerous though. It can. Oh, don't tell me about it. People dude. wind up under bridges like that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know what to say here. This I'm I'm too caveman to deal with this topic. No, I- ignore the uh, ignore the. With the exception of that, I I truly don't believe that the same sex. With the exception of that, and the mother using kind of like uh, she's with a woman kind yeah. of talk. I don't think the same sex thing really plays a factor into this. No, a- I agree. So go at this if a girl was dating a really really boring dude. Like a guy who just doesn't belong with the family, the mother thinks. What would what would your advice to her be? See, here's this is the trick that that people, I think, play in their heads when, when they're in a relationship, like you said, like the puppy, like puppy we're life. gonna get blah blah blah, and then it's like, come here, little dude. Let me let me tell you about life. Um, the when people tell you not to do it, 
it's not just it's not only like a rebellious thing what that does is it it from from what i can tell from ex- my experiences with whatever is it gives that person an excuse to blame the bad things in the relationship on so if the relationship isn't going good it's not because you know johnny's a drug addict or Johnny is fucking doesn't have a job or Johnny's abusive to me. It's because my parents don't like him and they bring this stress and drama. And that's why Johnny does this because he loves me so much that he willing to do anything. It's like, it gives you this external like, um, loophole to blame the problems in the relationship on. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, Oh fuck. Like nobody's really against this. So, the only thing I can blame it on is my is this. We have similar, but ever so slightly. I think like we both like. I was totally made up on the spot. We but both it, like, it makes sense in my head. We both meet at a point. So like, if a mother's like, "I don't think this is good," all of a sudden the relationship has a common enemy, and yes. you're, you're like, you two have something to fight against. And couples that have something to fight against for whatever reason are stronger because like, it, it becomes us versus them. And it creates that us bond. In human history, more alliances have been formed by common enemies than by common beliefs. So that's my advice. Lady, if you don't want this alliance to be permanent, then don't become the enemy. Yeah, you got to delicate eggshells. Yeah, eggshells. I agree with that. Do some woman stuff. Yeah. Do some man stuff. All right. Abby says... Be patient. Because of the circumstances you mentioned in your letter, there's a good chance your daughter's fixation on her first love will lessen. I assume that when she returns from college, she will be socializing with other people. Cross your fingers and gently encourage it because it may give her a different perspective. Absence does not always make the heart grow fonder. Abby has the same. She basically says, wait it out. Don't don't do anything. Yeah. 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 It's so weird because... Like, especially at that age, so the, the personality differences in people in high school, college, year, like, yeah. it's so vastly different for how they're going to react to things. Whereas, like, adults, even if they're very different personalities, there's this general sense of, like, most people have a job, most people have responsibility. So there's a lot of common ground. In high school and college, it's like everyone is just, like, shooting from the hip in a way. And, like, you don't know what's going to make what happened you know what was weird about when we were growing up not growing up that's a bad way to put but what when we were young adults okay we went through we're in our 30s early 30s so we went through the economic crisis when we were in college so when we immediately so like you were saying in high school you have classes in college you have classes everyone kind of has the same mentality and when you're a young adult you get a job and you go to work and then everyone has the same mentality but that didn't exist for us some people went to work some people had a lot of trouble finding work yeah. Some people worked weird ass jobs. And like I feel like some people went took extra classes. I feel like when we were young adults, instead of everyone being like, oh, we're all on like generally the same page and we're all kind of progressing through life together, everyone was just fucking everywhere. And everyone was just kind of like Well, it's when supplies are short, mm-hmm. people get desperate, and that's when the friendships get severed. So yeah. there's there wasn't this friendly like everyone can get work and all that. Like I know people that specifically stayed in school to stay on it was cheaper for them to get loans and pay them later to and stay on their parents' insurance than yeah. it was for them to graduate, get a job, and pay for Cobra. Like it was just cheaper to do that. So 
It was a weird time. It was a weird time. It was, it was a very strange time when, when we were, we were also the generation that was sold. The shitty bill of goods was all you needed was a college degree. Bro. And like the world would be laid at your feet and you'd be like, I will take that job and six weeks vacation starting. It was like, that's when we were kids, it was just get a college degree and you'll get a job. And that's all you need. Just show them that piece of paper and slap your nuts on the table. Yo, my current like job is a job I thought I would have 10 years ago. You what? My current job is a job I thought I would have 10 years ago. Yeah. Like the status level. Yeah. When we went, we were literally going into college the year that the, that the crash started. Yeah. And it was like people who were experienced as shit were like losing their jobs and taking the jobs that we would have gotten because they had all the experience and were willing to work for peanuts. So when we got out there, like, instead of being like, Oh, we gave this all. They're like, what do you got for me? Like, oh, you don't have any experience and you have a college degree? Get in line. Get in line. I worked at the last one, and then we're going to go to this little brief one. It's going to take us two seconds. Okay. I, uh, I worked at a tech center in college, and I remember my, uh, my boss at the time, there was this high position. It was like head tech guy of, of the college, and they basically, but it was designed for a student. Okay. And it wasn't always taken. It was like this, like, it would almost be like, team captain if there wasn't always a team captain but every now and then a special person would come along and they'd be like you are the captain it wasn't like a required position it was like the machine still works without it but exactly but if you got it basically college is paid for like they would pay your tuition they would give you room and board they would give you a whole bunch of crap and you would be paid on top of it so she's like go for it you know what you're doing you've been here for a hot stint go for it so I went for it, and the guy just looked at me, and he's like, we don't have that in our budget. No. Like, we're not even going to contemplate that question right now. And I just remember thinking, but they always used to. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about that anymore. No. that Like, that was the turning of the tide. Like, like she was like, this always is a thing, and you're qualified, and you're going to go for it. And I went for it, and they're just like, no, no, money bad. Money to, to this day, that bullshit, and it's not bullshit, but – it is bullshit in the context that they say it. They wrote like companies and and businesses rode that you're lucky just to have a job. I know that was rode well into like way out of that depression that we came out of in the late early two thousands. Still using it, they still do. Like, oh, you're lucky to have a job. It's like says the guy like driving to this who who like you're just saying that because you're making people f- afraid to lose their job because they remember what it was like not to have one. Yeah. Which is true, but they're using it in a shitty way. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's see what Abs has to say. We already did. We're going to the next one. We talked for a while. No, that's what I mean. The next Abs. Oh. (laughs) All right. This one is called Girlfriend. This is a short one. Girlfriend of 20 years takes a stand. Oh. I have been with my man for more than 20 years, and we still haven't tied the knot. When I told him that because I'm not his wife, I will not be doing his wifely duties anymore, he got really upset. Do you think I should give him an ultimatum? What does that mean? She cooks. She cleans. I'm assuming traditional female role here. Or maybe it means... There's a lot There's a lot left. This question annoys me. Go. Go ahead. Um, this question... Anno- it annoys me for, several, for a bunch of reasons. But it's like... I want to. I, I just want to know what those things are, and why you are doing them. 
are you doing them just because you want to get the ring and then you'll stop doing them because you got the prize or you're now you're punishing somebody that you love because of whatever. So you're like drawing this, like, well, now you have to do this or I'm not going to do this. And it's like this pissing contest. Like, why is, why is like, I don't think that that should have, like, if you're not happy with that, you shouldn't be threatening with shit just to get what you want because you're, you're now bringing in external pressure that has nothing to do with what that is. Yeah. Like that's like those, those memes where it's like, Oh, you made a wife request, but you're still at girlfriend status or whatever. It's like, okay. So if you're not doing it now, what makes you think that you're going to do it when you get a ring on your, like that doesn't make any sense to me. The commitment is there. There's a big ceremony involved. I believe in all the hubbub, but at the end of the day, especially this day and age, after you get married, nothing changes. No, but that's my question. Like, you're you're just doing that to get married. Like, if you've been together for 20 years, like, if it's that important to you, just say, like, hey, I want to get married. And then if he says, like, well, I don't, then leave. Yeah. Don't be like, don't force somebody to do something they don't want to do by, like, threatening aspects of the relationship and then giving them back afterwards. Because now it's like... Okay, so all we have to do when we want something is to just take away dangerous precedent. Shit that we do for each other, that doesn't make any sense. No. It makes sense if you're a psychopath. Psychopaths do that. You took a hell of a lot out of me. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Like if I was like, oh hey, Tim, um I, I wanna fucking, you know, watch you up see this weekend and you're like, Oh, I can't, I'm busy. I'm like, Well, if I don't, we're not friends anymore. You'd be like, "All right, fuck you, then, dude." Yeah, we might not be friends. <laughs> it, it's no, it's that, not. A, that might that might have. Like, it's a no-brainer. I'd be a little confused. Be like, he hasn't pulled this before. Yeah, but like that kind of a presentation is a no-brainer. No, yeah, yeah. If I was like, "Oh, come on, man!" Like, I really want to watch it with you because there's this guy that was fighting who, like, I know that you like. You'd be like, "All right, like we talk about it, whatever," but like, not like like it's this or that. Like, choose. No, how about you fuck off? Like, just on that precedent alone, fuck off. Yeah. Right? I think we agree. Conversation is important. I think that's the moral of the story. Conversation is important. Don't throw an ultimatum if you haven't sat down and you said, do you want to get married? Yeah, but, like, I don't under... Like, I don't... Like, what are the wifely duties? I generally don't... Can't decide if she means, like... like sex shit or, like, like, typical, like... Old school generality, like housewife type stuff. That's what I'm confused on. I don't know what she means. Because if that's the case, then he'd be like, oh, like if you're not going to do the dishes, I'm not taking out of the garbage. I guess we're going to live like animals and filth. Like, why, like, why not just do that every time you want something like a child? Like stomp your feet in Walmart because you didn't get it, your toy. Even if it is a sex thing, then. Like every time you don't get what you want, be like, all right, well, all I have to do is not have sex with him. And then he'll cave eventually. But that's what this is. This is you're with a dude who you care about a lot, but you want one thing and you're not, you're not getting it. It's totally fine. And like coming from somebody that has no emotional ties in this, like if it means that much to you to where you're like, listen, I'm willing to leave if I don't get married. And he's just like excluding outside threats. And he's just like, well, then I don't, I don't want to get married. And that's where we differ. And if you need to, do what you got to do. Like, sorry, no hard feel. Like, not everything has to be like this horrific thing. 
but when you're when you have like a little thing like this happens if you don't if you don't it's like now it's not even you're not talking on an even playing field i just don't like that i don't like that that kind of a tactic is accepted yeah bullshit and that has been andy's rant yeah so what do you think no i agree with you the conversation the conversation is more important than the ultimatum she hasn't said anything about i sat down with him i asked him blah 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 and he's avoided the conversation that's different you know what? If she was like, I've put in so much, I want him to say, are you going to propose? I told him how important it is to me. I told him this, that, the other thing. I want him to give me an answer. He evades the question. He gets upset. So now I'm not going to do wifely duties and I'm going to give an ultimatum. That would be a little different. Yeah, a little oh, different. That would be a little different. But just based off this paragraph, I agree with you. But here's the thing. What that what that shows me is if you – if if you talk to him and he says, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get married. And she's like, all right, well then I'm not doing wifely duties anymore. And that's, that's different. And he, and then he says like, that's black. That's different to me. Yeah. But what I'm saying though, is that then what you're saying is like, he's saying that he doesn't want to get married. Yeah. And it'd be the same if it was a vice versa guy and a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's saying he doesn't want to get married, but the deciding factor was like, you decided you're not doing X, Y, and Z anymore. That's what made him say yes, not out of his just general like, yeah, I want to do it. So even if he did propose, wouldn't it be tainted? A hundred percent. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. All right, we're running long. Yeah. Abby says, the question, by the way, was do you think I should give him an ultimatum? Abby says, I think you already have. With an exclamation point, like she thinks she, she did the right thing. You don't know that. I don't. But what we do here in the Brodown podcast is speculate. We do that very well. And we make things up. Abby is a lizard person. <laughs> she is. She eats the blood of children. All right, buddy. Yep. Any last thoughts before we get out this? Please? I'm hot. And it's so hot in here. My, I'm literally saturating the wood with sweat right now. So we get out of here. All right, guys. Let us know what you think about this last topic in the comments down below. What do you think the woman should do? Is the ultimatum already made? Is she crazy? Is the guy crazy? Uh, let us know what you think about girl-on-girl action. Well, <laughs> now that you say that. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Double gross for you. I know. <laughs> There's nothing in on it. That's what my personal hell is. Go to BrodownPro.com to get all your cool Brodown gear. Don't forget to visit Dear Abby yourself. You can find her by Googling Dear Abby. We'll catch you guys next time. If you ever worked for a government agency and a foreign agency kidnapped you, that article that they would read about how they cracked you in interrogation, they're like, we tried everything. Acid drips on bare skin, electricity, pulling fingernails, salt on gunshot wounds, when all we had to do was some girl-on-girl action. <laughs> Took two and a half minutes. My mom just said I need to start watching your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all